What's up everybody, it's your boy Bernard and welcome to my podcast. I would like to start by saying a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for you all who are listening to this podcast. It really means a lot to me and I hope the information which I'm passing across through my podcast is helpful in one way or the other. So today we're going to be talking about expectations and the realities which people face when they travel, when they go to a new country. It could be for studies, it could be for work, it could be, you know, like changing their, their base. It could, you know, people travel for lots of reasons. And I believe before traveling, you definitely have expectations. And sometimes in life, the expectations you have don't match the reality which you're going to meet. And I think this is a very important topic to address, especially for those whom, who are preparing to, to you know, travel. So I'm going to dive straight into it. And the first, actually, you know what, before I you know, talk about the points which I wrote down today, I like to make a disclaimer. So I'm not an expert. I'm not a, an international student advisor. I'm not a counselor. All I am is someone who's left his country, migrated, went to another to a new country for studies, and I decided to use my personal experiences to help others. So just a disclaimer out. <laughs> it's good and important. I put it out there. So the first point I'll be talking about is, you know, I believe a lot of people think life will be, you know, better once they get to a new country. Life will be more interesting. Life will be cool. You know, things will be much better in your in your new country compared to your to the country where where you presently find yourself. I, for one, I'm from Cameroon. That's in Central Africa, and I'm currently in Canada. So before I before I came to Canada, I thought, oh my, I knew for sure that life was gonna be one hundred percent better in Canada compared to Cameroon. I mean, you could you could not convince me, you know, that Cameroon was gonna that Cameroon was better than Canada. I knew for sure that Canada was gonna be better in all aspects compared to Cameroon, but that's not always true like in my experience there's when i came to canada there is a lot there's a lot of times i i mean i felt like going back to cameroon definitely that did not happen but you know there's times where i i actually thought about it because i realized a lot of things sucked right back in here in canada one big thing was the food when i got here the food I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy for me. It took me some time to get used to the type of food which uh, which was available here, and also at the time when I got here, I lived in an Airbnb for a month, and I did not have access to a kitchen, so I was forced to you know buy food from supermarkets, and also I did not know my way around the city I found myself in. So, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of options when it came to food, and it was really, really difficult, trust me. But on that note, yeah, life is not always easier or cooler 
in the new country you find yourself in you know sometimes it's 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 boring <laughs> yeah i mean this may this is not what you you may want to hear but that's the truth life is not always easier or cooler in the new country where where you find yourself it's um it sometimes gets difficult it gets boring it gets depressing and sometimes you feel like going back to your country but all i can say is just hang in there persevere because with time everything gets better yeah that's an advice i always give people you know it's just a, it's just a matter of time and with time everything gets better so and for students one big thing i i, I want to talk about is when you decide to travel you know most canadian universities have two official start dates so it's usually the fall which is september or the winter which is um january so there's usually a fall and a winter orientation i'll add my advice to any student planning to come to canada choose the fall orientation that's that's the september orientation because there is a lot of activities during that orientation week in september there is lots of people like you new students eager to make new friends first time in canada or first time in the particular city where you will be going to so it's uh it's very easy to make friends it's very easy to meet large groups of people it's very easy you know to to have to create a support system at that time compared to coming in the winter semester when it's really really cold and the winter orientation is not that big maybe in other schools it is but the school i attended the winter the winter orientation was just like a one day thing where they literally gave you like the history of the university they took you on a tour and that was it no social activity you met nobody people already made friends <laughs> by the time you came in january people have already made friends and usually it's you know it's difficult to make new friends and it's it's difficult for people to let you into their circle and also the the weather has the weather also plays um an important role in your in your experience because in the winter canada is extremely cold oh my god like you can you cannot even imagine it's really really cold out here in canada in january please if you're making <laughs> If you're making up your mind to come here in January, you you better be you better be prepared because it's extremely cold. So yeah, I'll advise anyone who wants to come here for studies, choose the fall that's September. Choose September as your start date. Come in September because you easily make friends. It, the the weather is much more friendly compared to January and there is lots of activities on campus. So you can easily settle in, you can make friends, you can find your way around. And yeah, by it, by the time it's December, I think you'll be much more comfortable compared to someone who comes in, in January. It's, it's very difficult. I'm a living experience. I came here in January. I found it hard to make friends. Most of the time I was lonely. You know, I tried speaking to some people, but... They already had friends and they were not going to give up their friends to you know to make to make a new friend. So yeah. 
I think I'm gonna take a little break, drink some water before we go to the next point. So the next point I want to talk about is um, thinking that you know life will be very easy in the new country you're going to compare to compare to your your country or the country you currently find yourself in. I know a lot of people have that mentality of things are always the grass is greener on the other side. I mean that's not always true. It's not always true. And even if the grass is green on the other side, the beginnings are always difficult. So in the beginning, the grass may not be greener for you. So things are not always easier. There is a, there is a lot you need to consider. You know, there's a lot you need to put, um, you, need to, you need to put in place. There's a lot you need to think about, you know, when making those decisions, you know, of traveling to a new country, traveling for work or traveling for school. The beginnings are always going to be difficult for you. But like I said, you don't have to give up. You just have to keep grinding, you know, keep persevering because things will get better. And on this note, I'm going to talk about, you know, things like culture shock, the language difference, and also the accents. Yeah, the accents, it's a big, it's a big thing to talk about. You know, culture shock is coming to a new country and meeting a completely different culture you know learning things and you know you're forced to adapt in a new society you know with a culture which is totally different from the culture in your home country and honestly speaking you know you're forced to adapt because you found yourself in a new country like they say, when you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. You know, you can't come to someone's country and expecting to do things how you want. It doesn't work like that. You need to learn, and you need to learn fast. So the culture shock is it's uh, it's big. It's very very important to talk about this. My advice is, if you're traveling to a country, make sure you do some some research, learn about that country learn about the the food what type of foods do they have there learn about you know things like the religion learn about their society you know what are the differences between their society and the society you find yourself in what are the things which are accepted in their society which maybe you have never heard of or which you don't have in your society you need to prepare yourself you need to study you need to know these things because that will help you you know reduce the the impact of the culture shock trust me it's uh it's an important thing don't miss don't miss out on this be prepared prepare yourself before traveling to a new country learn about the culture and at least when coming if you already know about that culture it's easier for you because there's a lot of things i came here i i, I mean simple things like how to address people you know what are uh, preferred you know pronouns yeah back in my country you could address people however you want it's not an issue but in canada is a big thing you need to learn that people have preferred pronouns and we need to respect that 
you know this is just an example there is a lot of other examples but i don't have enough time to get into them so like i said try to study the country you intend moving to learn about your culture learn everything you can learn and that's gonna help you and that's gonna improve your experience in that country so i think i'll go to the language and accents so for example if you're a french speaking person and you're moving to a country that is predominantly english speaking or vice versa you know it's very important you you try you you learn how to speak their language because language is definitely what's going to determine your success in the society if you know if you cannot speak french in an english speaking society it's going to be difficult for you communicating with the people that means it's going to be difficult for you to make friends it's going to be difficult for you to even to have a job because how are you going to communicate with your co-workers and how are you going to communicate with customers so it's advisable you go to a country where you can speak their language or if you cannot speak their language you're ready to learn and you can learn fast then talking about accents you could be english speaking and <laughs> find yourself in canada or america but now your accent is it's uh <laughs> that's what's going to differentiate you from the from from canadians that's what's going to differentiate you from americans because from the way you speak they automatically know that you're not you're not american and sometimes they they find it difficult to to understand what you're saying and vice versa there's times where i couldn't hear what you know my Canadian teachers and my Canadian classmates were saying because they have a different accent. But you need to learn those things. You need to learn how to, you know, speak. You need to learn how to speak like them. I'm not saying that you should change your way of speaking, but, you know, sometimes you need to learn the words which they are used to understanding. You need to learn how to communicate with them. And when you do that, that's also going to, you know, improve your your experience. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So I was in the class and and this word, mar- uh, marijuana. So marijuana and back home in, in Cameroon is pronounced marijuana. <laughs> so I was in the class and we, we brought up the, the, the topic was on the table and People were talking about it, and when it got to my turn, I said marijuana, and everyone was like, "Oh, what are you saying? We cannot understand you." So, and I said it the second time. I'm like marijuana, and <laughs> everyone was confused. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And then the teacher understood that, "Oh, it's probably my accent," and he was like, "Are you talking about marijuana?" And I said, "Yes." and that's where the rest of the class was able to understand me honestly i felt bad i left the class i was like i couldn't speak for the rest of the class because i felt really humiliated but after that after that experience i you know tried to learn how words here in canada are pronounced because you know i i, I didn't want to blame them but i just understood that oh it's best if I learned how certain words are pronounced here so that, you know, people I communicate with can easily and can better understand me. And also vice versa, you know, it's 
some some people yeah try they try to understand what foreigners you know how foreigners pronounce and how foreigners speak but i'm just saying generally to to improve your experience it's it's best if you know you understood how accents work and if you're able to you know change your accents from time to time when you're communicating with people that's gonna you know it's really really gonna improve your your experience so we go to the next topic um topic so i'm gonna talk i know there's there's lots of people who before traveling they tell themselves oh i'm gonna stay true to my roots you know i'm not gonna change my culture i'm not gonna change my beliefs i'm not gonna change my behavior even you know when i'm in another country i'll stick to the roots (laughs) my brother my sister (laughs) that's not true that's not true and it's it's really not like you have to change your culture or you need to change your beliefs you know it's just about being being flexible you know being flexible you know being open to learning learning about different cultures for me i believe that there is the good and there is the bad in every culture so when you find yourself in a new country which has a different culture from yours what do you do you embrace what is good of that culture and you put aside what you consider bad same as when you're coming into a new culture you're not coming with only good things you know there is the bad side of your culture which you need to you, you, you need to put aside and learn the, the 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 new things which you meet in the in the new culture so that has really helped me a lot personally there's a lot of things you know the way i taught the way i you know spoke the way i the way i reasoned things out when i was in cameroon has changed a lot you know there's a lot of things which i put away i made that decision to put away because i think you know those things were bad and you know there's a lot of things i've learned being abroad but it doesn't mean that i've accepted all of them as you know as true or I've incorporated I've actually put them in my lifestyle so I think you need to know how to determine what is good and bad in every culture and be flexible be open-minded be ready to learn be ready to learn because traveling you know having that opportunity to be abroad is is it gives you an experience which maybe other people who cannot travel do not have and they will never have so why would you travel go to another country and decide to learn nothing because you're telling yourself oh you want to stick to your roots you want to stay true to your culture learning about other cultures and changing your your mindset doesn't mean that you're you're, you're betraying your culture you're just being open-minded and you're learning new things so that those expectations telling yourself you're never going to change you're going to stay true to your culture you're going to keep your behavior you know that's not true you need to whether you like it or not there's some things are going to change about you when you're in a different country when you're in a different culture you're going to learn sometimes you even learn without realizing it the people around you will realize that you've changed in many aspects but you personally might not realize it so i encourage everybody to be flexible i encourage people to embrace new cultures to learn from them and most importantly you need to know the good and the bad of that culture you take the good things 
and you leave the bad things alone. So that's it for, for on that. And lastly, I'll talk about money. <laughs> you know, money is it's it's something very important to talk about money. So I when I was coming to Canada, an expectation I had was that I was gonna make so much money in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I know I was naive for that and I don't blame myself and I know there's there's a lot of other people who are thinking the same that when they travel, when they go to the Western world, when they go to Europe, they are going to make a lot of money because they will be able to work and they will work as much as possible. They will work without resting, they will work for 24 hours a day. You know, they will they will not rest until they have made a million dollars or a million euros or a million francs, a million naira, whatever currency <laughs> you're, you're using. But I think that's not true. That's totally not true. You know, money is difficult to make in every country in the world. Money is difficult to make. And especially as, as a student, when you're traveling on a student visa, you need to know that the main purpose of your stay in that country is for school. So firstly, the most important thing what you need to focus on is your education and also the papers which you have, your stay in that country depends on you being a student. Here in Canada, uh, most, if not all, I believe most provinces give students um, an obligation to work just 20 hours a week off, camp off campus and you can work unlimited hours on campus. So if you're working just 20 hours a week, honestly speaking, you cannot make much. You cannot make the type of money you thought you were, you were going to make when you were in your country. 20 hours a week, and most of the times you even get the minimum paying jobs. You're working just 20 hours a week. That could you know help you maybe pay your rent in some cases. Sometimes it may help you just with some pocket money. You know, to buy yourself food, buy yourself some shoes, buy yourself some clothes. But that's not the, that's not the money you can use to, to cover your tuition entirely if you're working just 20 hours. So I'll need, I mean, I can't stress on this enough. Change that expectation that you're going to travel and you make so much money within six months or within a year. It's very important if you're traveling as a student for you to have some form of financial support. You know, maybe if your family is helping you pay all your tuition or part of your tuition, that's good. If your family is helping you pay your rent, that's good. If your family is helping you with allowance, that's good. Then now you can work on the side and you're making more money, which you can save for the rainy days. So I think this is a message which needs to go to parents. It needs to go to students. You know, don't send parents, don't send your children abroad thinking that when they get there, they'll be able to work and pay for their tuition in less than six months. It doesn't work like that. It's actually very hard to make money in Canada. It's hard to make money in the US. It's hard to make money in, the, in Europe. 
especially when you're a student, there's lots of restrictions on how on how many hours you can work. And honestly, I wouldn't advise anybody to, you know, go against the restrict the, the, the laws of a country. Some people do that, some people decide to work more hours, but it's at your own detriment. You never know when it's gonna affect you. So yeah, when you're leaving your country as a student, don't think that you're gonna make so much money within two months, within three months, within six months. It's gonna take you some time. And when you're a student, there's lots of restrictions which are in place, so you cannot work unlimited number of hours. So it's good to know that. And that will help you make your plans before you leave your country so that you don't get here and you get depressed because you know you made plans thinking you were going you're going you were going to be able to pay your tuition and you get here you're unable to find a job and you cannot raise money and there's no one to help you that's how you get depressed so yeah and another thing also to talk about is finding a job it's not always that easy I know a couple of people who've been in Canada and and been able to find be, not been able to find jobs for six months for a year. It's difficult. It's difficult. So we need to bear we need to bear that in mind and use this information to to make your plans. So that's it. That's all I'll talk about on this episode. And I really hope this information is going to help whoever is listening to me and lastly if you have any questions if you know there's expectations you have which i did not talk about you can send me questions you can send them to me and i'll try my best to to provide answers on them so once more i say thank you to whoever is listening and catch you on my next episode Stay safe. Bye.